Torture. Hello and welcome to Torture Jams, the only music trivia podcast where we ask questions about the songs you love to hate and hate that you know. I'm your host Ryan, here with my co-host Katie. Hey! We're going to play five songs today, all of which you've probably heard before and sing along to without missing a beat. But can you tell me the title of the song and the artist? Playing with us today is Karen Ann. Hello! The theme for today's quiz is, what's the opposite of a torture jam? And I came up with this one because we really wanted to have you on the show, but we know that uh, you were a little less obsessed with obscure 90s pop music than maybe some of the other guests we have on. So we're, we're flipping the game on its head this round. Uh, we're going to play songs that basically everyone knows. Uh, no tricks here. There are no tricks. And I think I'm still going to stump you. <laughs> Yeah, this Probably. is actually going to be an interesting game. Karen Ann's about four years younger than us, so... 26? Yeah, four years yeah. younger yeah. than... <laughs> at least me, right? Five years younger than Ryan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Mostly ignorant. 90, like, 94, maybe. Yeah. So, some of this might be out of her wheelhouse, but we'll see. Is there a a genre or a period of music where you would feel comfortable with, like, semi-obscure? Like, it was a one-hit wonder, or they never really took off to be a household name? Maybe soul music? Probably not. (laughs) So, like, 60s? I don't know. I don't know the years. Okay. My mom would jam to soul music when she cleaned the house. That's all I know. (laughs) Well... Maybe we can work that out for next time. Um, I've already written the script for this week, so we're kind of stuck with what it is. I love it. Um, This is definitely going to be an experiment. Uh, Maybe it'll turn out fun. Maybe it'll be really terrible. But if (laughs) if it turns out fun, maybe you can be our resident anti-torture jam guest. I love it. Stump Karen Ann. Yeah. (laughs) It's not hard to do. (laughs) I guess with all that being said, we'll just hop right in. So I'm going to play the intro through the first chorus. Then you'll need to tell me the name of the song, and we'll just keep going through there. We'll go through five songs, after which I'll give you your score, and people playing at home will finally know whether or not they know more than you. (laughs) Which they probably do, at least on this topic. (laughs) Song number one. Typically, I'm here, I'm blindly listening to these songs with the guest. Um, on this one, I definitely am fully, I, I know all of these because of the fact that, like, why wouldn't you know these? <laughs> I have no idea. No, no idea. idea. I could guess at an artist. That's yeah. the most I could do. Not even the song title? I'd probably be very wrong. Uh, no. No, when it rains? I don't know. Is that what she said? <laughs> when it rains is part. When it rains. Oh, no, it, no, it's part of it. Oh. Part of it. It's the whole line. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what was your guess for the artist? It's wrong. Probably. Okay. Cindy Lauper? Probably not. No. Definitely That's... not. That was an embarrassing <laughs> guess. All right. <laughs> that was garbage. And only happy when it rains. Only happy. From their 1995 self-titled debut album, the song peaked at number five, or only 55, actually, on the Billboard Hot 100 charts, but maybe the most instantly recognizable of the band's catalog. Garbage became a worldwide sensation and continues to tour as one of the most successful bands to come out of the 90s post-grunge era. Of the song, drummer and fame producer Butch Vig said, Only Happy When It Rains came as a response to grunge and the angst-filled thing. With us, there's self-deprecation. We have to poke fun at ourselves. Despite the irony, Only Happy When It Rains continues to be a favorite for moody teenagers everywhere. It does. I listened to a lot, not realizing the irony when I was much younger. <laughs> not this moody teenager. <laughs> Have you heard at least the artist Garbage? Shirley Manson. Really? Shirley Manson? No. <laughs> she had red hair in the 90s. I think their other big song oh, wait, was, she might the still big have song red was hair. Stupid I don't know. Girl? She might be blonde. What? The other big song was Stupid Girl. Yeah, and then, like, I think they had a hit in, like, 2010 with another one. I can't think of what it is. Um, Holly's sitting in the room, and she'd like to chime in. What was that that song? Is it the one where she's like, when I grow up, I don't think that's garbage. Is it? I think it is. I didn't really listen to them into the 2000s, but... Well, I mean, you're here. You Google. We'll we'll continue the game. Okay. Song number two. Do you have the time to listen to me whine? Do you know the song? Do you know the song? I don't know if I know the song. <laughs> A lot of Green Day songs oh, yeah. are the same. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Like, yeah, all the songs sound the same. I think that's the intent of an album, though. Well, yeah, they're supposed to, like, go together. Yeah. Jive, you know, yeah. One of the albums. <laughs> By Green Day. <laughs> yeah. Well, song. Song. <laughs> so you got Green Day. That is Green Day. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I knew the voice. I listened to, like, one of their albums. I don't remember which one. <laughs> Were you the American Idiot phase? Probably, yes, I think so. That sounds okay. right. So, what was the cover of that one? It was like black and white. Yes, and it was in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. That whole album was definitely in Tony Hawk game. So Tony that's Hawk why I know Pro that. Skater, like five. I think it was like yes. Underground or something. Yes, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> the American Underground or something. Oh, shit the like Amer- that. American Wasteland? Yeah, American Wasteland. That okay. was it. That was it. Yeah, I yeah, never yeah. got as far as American Wasteland. That was a good yeah. one. I played the older ones, but that was the one that. The, I have no idea what the song is. <laughs> I got Green Day, though. Yeah, no, that's... And I'm and proud of you, that. <laughs> and you do get a point for getting the artist right, because most of the time, the titles of the song are in, in the song itself that oh, I've just played. Duh. This one's not. Uh, not in this case, but uh-huh. I'm still going to give you a point for it. That was Basket Case from their 1994 breakthrough album, Dookie. The song hit number one on the Billboard Modern Rock charts and maintained that place for five weeks. It received a Grammy Award nomination for Best Male Vocal Performance and was later voted Greatest Punk Song of All Time in a BBC One poll. Uh, In the second verse, which we didn't play today, Billy Joe Armstrong famously sings, I went to a shrink to analyze my dreams 
She says it's lack of sex that's bringing me down. I went to a whore. He said my life's a bore. So quit my whining because it's bringing her down. In reference to these lines, Armstrong said, I wanted to challenge myself and whoever the listener might be. It's also looking at the world and saying, it's not as black and white as you think. This isn't your grandfather's prostitute. Or maybe it was. That's cute. I think it's a really sweet thing to say about her. <laughs> Cross-dressing prostitute. I like that the album's named Dookie. Did I you respect ever, that. Did you ever listen to Dookie growing up? No. Definitely not. I think American Idiot Well, it came out the year that she was born. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. And I listened to the album after that. But I don't remember what that uh, was called. Nimrod? No, 21st Nimrod. century something. Breakdown. That's it. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. Nimrod, I didn't like it came, enough to remember it. came after it. Dookie? No, no, the one. Oh, the one after American, American Idiot. Idiot. Okay, I, yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Nimrod. Yes. Uh, the one after Dookie was Insomniac. Oh. oh, and then Nimrod. And then Nimrod. Oh, well. The irony here is I worked in the music and DVD department of Barnes & Noble for like two to three years, and I don't remember, I didn't know shit, and I still don't know <laughs> shit, so I was a great fit for that department. Do you visually remember the cover of Doogie, though? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know the covers of most movies and albums. So describe just, it. Describe it. I'm testing your well, knowledge. It's like, is there... I don't know. A lot of them was just collages, you know? I mean, it's, it's very collage right? No. It, it's a drawing. It's oh, like a cartoon of okay. something. I don't know what it is actually, but it's, it's like a, an explosion. It's an atomic like bomb. In the background. But also, I don't know. What it's it is. an explosion <laughs> of something. It's an atomic bomb full of uh, shit exploding. Ah, okay. There a we lot go. of them Makes sense. were very collagey of that era. Well, then no, I, I, think, mean, I think I think Nimrod. Kind of blended. I think <laughs> Nimrod the cover wasn't collagey, but Insomniac uh, had a collage cover. Okay, but oh, like okay. I think that Nimrod is the there. Oh, there we go. okay. Um, has a, a time of your life on it. Yeah. Which I mean, that album probably should have been collaged because it's <laughs> the background of every single high school graduation. <laughs> now, I don't think that was their intent, but. Here we are. Song number three. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely heard this at the pool. (laughs) Swimming at the pool. (laughs) The public pool. Can I give her a hint? Maybe if, if I was gonna there's, say there's, three there's a good hint, it's like you might have brothers. heard this at a public pool. There's three. Yes. <laughs> three blonde brothers. Not to be confused with three non-blondes. Yeah. <laughs> blonde brothers. I'm like, Wait for the chorus. I mean, I know I've heard it. <laughs> bless you, honestly. Bless you right now. Oh my god. Uh, I've heard it in the pool <laughs> so many times. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, time's up. Oh god. I have... I mean, I know no one in NSYNC is brothers. No one in... What's the other one? 
They're not brothers. I was thinking that we could have probably gotten away with the Backstreet Boys song. Backstreet Boys, one. that's it. Yeah, they, they aren't brothers. <laughs> they, they really aren't. They are not. So I have no idea <laughs> what this is. Do you know the song title? What did they say? A bunch of doo-wop? <laughs> no, that's not the song title. Well, like, I, I don't no even idea. know what they're saying. I know the title. Yeah, but it's I don't like, know what they're saying either. What, like, mbop a tippy yeah. top? Like, what? <laughs> Or are they just making noises all the way through? I don't know. I'm it's not definitely sure either. good I... summer pool vibes, I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, it's Hanson. <laughs> I mean, it legitimately is like their only hit. Really. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I, I was hoping you wouldn't get this one because Kate and I spent so much time putting together this list, debating back and forth, like, no, she'll get that. <laughs> I legitimately thought that you would get this one, and yeah. From their 1997 debut album, Middle of Nowhere, Hanson and Mbop. Uh, Three M's and Bop. But, like, what is the rest of what they're saying? I don't know. I think it it could be scatting. (laughs) Is it scatting? White boy scatting? Is Mbop? Is that what the song is called? Uh, Mbop. I was close. You were close. (laughs) You said doo-wop. They do say that. Okay, all right, sorry. (laughs) The song was a massive worldwide success, hitting number one in over a dozen countries. It was later ranked number 20 on VH1's Greatest Songs of the 90s. Described by one critic as Cheryl Crow on Helium, Hanson was an overnight hit. The group is built by three Hanson brothers, Isaac, Taylor, and Zach, who were born and raised in Tulsa, Oklahoma a city that now celebrates May 6th of each year as Hanson Day. Most recently, the Hanson brothers have experienced controversy after Zach's Pinterest was hacked and discovered to be filled with memes described as transphobic, homophobic, sexist, and racist, including posts about supporting the murderer George Zimmerman and comparing the right to own AR-15 rifles to Rosa Parks' right to sit on a bus. Isaac went to Instagram to post his frustration towards the coronavirus pandemic, Writing, quote, Our governments want to cancel Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter in the face of COVID-19. I, for one, will not comply. The group are one of the few acts that have held in-person concerts during the pandemic, hosting a series of shows in Tulsa between October and January. Oh my god. That is very surprising. Yikes. I don't know. Like, I thought that they were chill people, but obviously not. I, the right-wing conservative creeps. I mean, this also falls in line with uh, the recent news that Brian from Backstreet Boys, total asshole. Yeah. Like, people are just slowly falling from grace. It's sad. Do you want... Okay. Uh, it's... I th- And I think this is right. I think I put them in order of age. Isaac being the oldest. Zach being Taylor the Taylor was the middle one. Yep. He was so the if- dreamboat. I never was into ha- Hanson, but, like, he was the better looking of the two. Well, one of them was, like, seven. Uh, <laughs> but- <laughs> how many children do you think they each have now? Oh. Individually or all together? Cumulatively. Uh, you can make a guess at both. Uh, like 10 out of, between the three of them, between 10 the three of them. of them, kids together. I couldn't guess individually. I don't know these dudes. <laughs> 15. Jesus. I was going to say 15. Lord. 15. That's, that's excessive. That's, I mean, and they, like, are they Mormon? Stop at three, you know? I don't know. I don't think so. What's, I, I wonder what their religious affiliation okay. is. It's not really been made super clear. Uh, they released a Christmas album, I mean, which 
is probably not surprising. I think a Ramadan album from Hanson would have been strange. <laughs> I think everyone really Christmas albums are like easy sellers. Sure, you, know? I mean, you don't everyone have to be knows that Christian to do that. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Catholic. And Who knows? Maybe like evangelical <laughs> is probably what I would be leaning towards, uh, considering the Oklahoma. Yeah, makes sense. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Good things to know about everyone's favorite children band. Yeah. That Were is... they children when they made this? Oh, very much. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, Did you think I... that that was a full grown <laughs> I was like, these are dudes? Like, what? <laughs> I think that the youngest would have been about 11 here. And I think he was the one singing. Yes. The youngest no. one. The youngest one was singing, I believe. Taylor was singing? Taylor, Taylor was, singing. was singing. Really? Uh, and uh, they also played their own instruments. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was kind of set them apart. The youngest uh, one was the drummer. There was yes, another critic okay. uh, who said, uh, Hansen is the U.S.'s response to the Spice Girls, but with more American ingenuity because they play their own instruments. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> uh, they don't write their own songs as much as the Spice Girls, but they did play their own instruments. That, I don't like that. That does that. It felt uh, like a weird quote when I read it, and that's why I got stuck in my head. Well. <laughs> Song number four. Can't look. I didn't see anything. <laughs> Did I see something? I didn't. of elimination there weren't a ton of all female. female pop groups yeah yeah i don't know of like any i grew up like britney spears and there's a lot of drama about that right now sure <laughs> it's like all i know and like avril lavigne and that's it <laughs> <laughs> that is like the extent of my well this is pre-britney spears yeah for sure I but just like not by who. much like it's not a crazy there was some uh there was like Lopper, three years, maybe. Why did I think that one was Cindy Lauper? Where did she, where did she fit in? Was she before? Yeah. yeah. She was before. Well. I thought she was so. like, yeah. Okay, I'm not crazy. All right. Uh, but before the 90s. Cindy no, Lauper was just girls just want to have fun, which is a, kind of the opposite of I'm only happy when it rains. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It sounded kind of like her voice. Uh, she said a thing that stuck out, which was like two becomes one. Yep, there you go. Is that the that's name? a song title? Okay, yep. okay. I was like, I feel like that's a title-y kind of vibe. Okay. I just don't know who it is. I have no idea. <laughs> it's another one that we did debate a long about, time about, because um, it's the Spice Girls. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known that. 
Oh, from their 1996 debut album, Spice. The Spice Girls are maybe the biggest band of the 90s. Uh, the Hysteria is commonly compared to Beatlemania. Spice sold over 23 million copies worldwide, and at its peak was the number one best-selling album in over 17 countries. To Become One was the third single from the album, and a more downbeat single compared to Wanna Be and Say You'll Be There. Of the song, Melanie Brown, better known as Scary Spice, said... It's basically a love song, but it's got a message. Make sure you put a condom on if you're going to have sex. We all think that's very important. Good PSA for I the Spice it. Girls. They a, were, a they sexy were, PSA. Yeah, they were politically active. And like, every, yeah, please have sex. I mean, not please crazy political active, but... As far as you can call I think it just was... shouting girl power over and over at well, a political message. Well, I mean, like, in their interviews and stuff, they were also yeah. very aggressive toward, in their interviews if, they, like, something came off very sexist I do sexist think they were them. supportive of Margaret um, Thatcher. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, like, I think that that was actually a huge divide in feminism, actually, was them, basically, because they were marketing girl power and everything while wearing scantily clad clothing, and I feel like that the... the first wave feminism like feminists got pissy and we're not okay with that and now we're on third wave still not good but <laughs> getting better getting better <laughs> and now you can absolutely talk about feminism and be scantily clad and yeah. it, it should be okay yeah. now that we have to the new band did you listen to spice girls at all no <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? Well, it's just, I don't know. It never entered my realm of anything. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, we're going to go in a completely different direction in the last song of tonight's quiz. So, you've got one so far. <laughs> if we Green can, day! If, get this one. I got the title uh, of this one. Yeah. yeah we, it's oh, you got to get song. both. Yeah. Okay, fair. Or fair at enough. least the, the title of the artist. Okay, fair enough. So, song number five. Well, it's Eminem, right? No. no. Yes? No. no. Why did Wait for sound? it. As I walk oh, the right. of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life. Does he seem like this? I think it makes sense. I don't think that does. Maybe he does, but I don't think so. I never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. I feel like I, I do know this. I'm just like racking my brain. It's like a brain fart kind of tip of my tongue. I don't have it in my notes where the, the sample originally came from. Oh, okay. Um, so maybe it was, it's um, like a youth sample. It was uh, Stevie Wonder. Uh, and, and Stevie Wonder oh, gets okay. sampled a lot. A lot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 So, and I don't like. I used to listen to Eminem for like two seconds. Do you have a, uh, a, a guess at the song? 
I want to say it's called Paradise because that just makes the most sense. Well, it does come from a song. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to say Long Lost Paradise, I think, was the original song. Oh, okay. Uh, something like that. I, I'm, I'm probably getting I, some part I of that wrong. I guarantee you I listened to this like and like heard... Because my siblings are like a decade plus. Like One's 10 years older than me. The other's 12 years older than me. So I definitely listened to like things that they listened to, but... I was so young, I just didn't take any of it in, and I can't think of who this is, so. <laughs> um, i give you a hint. If if you saw a picture of him, I think you'd know him immediately. Uh, he, has... he has some braids sticking out, like, in ponytails, like, in three parts, I believe, typically. Oh, it was kind or of just, like, all over. No, all, kind of all over crazy. I thought he had, like, pigtail, pigtails and then braids. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. some of them are pigtails, but we are showing her a picture right now. I have no idea. No idea. That was Coolio. Uh, I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> and Gangsta's Paradise. It ha- oh, God. The best selling single of 1995, and one of the best selling singles of all time. Uh, the single sold almost twice as many copies as the album that it later appeared on. It also earned Coolio a Grammy Award for Best Rap Solo Performance. I think that's the only song from its list that was nominated and actually won the Grammy. Oh. Despite its success, maybe best remembered by the Weird Al parody. Did you ever listen to that one? Oh, maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yes. Yeah, do you do you remember what it was? Can you sing a couple bars? No. I but I know I listened to a lot of like too much weird owl <laughs> when I was a wee. It's called Amish Paradise. Yes, yes. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. I remember the music video. Sorry. The song developed controversy after Coolio claimed that he had not given permission for the parody. Uh, to my knowledge, he's the only artist to have ever had a controversy with Weird Al, and Weird Al was very upset by it. Afterwards, he decided he was only going to work directly with artists instead of getting approval from management. Um, he since since then, uh, I have found out that Coolio has said in, in in an interview that he was like me blowing up on Weird Al. That was dumb. Um, and goes on saying a bunch of other stuff, but uh, I don't have the quote on me right now. But he, yeah, he regretted it. Yeah, he, he I think he called it. it one of his worst decisions in his career because I, I think that kind of overshadowed his career yes. a little bit. And it made people kind of upset because people loved Amish Paradise. Yeah, Amish Paradise, I think, is probably Weird Al's best. It's yeah, very much his parody. biggest hit. It's so good. There are just too many fun facts about Coolio, so I'm just going to list a couple of them. He has lived a pretty bizarre life. He once guest starred in an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, in which he played himself. Huh. And what he does is he helps Sabrina, Hilda, and Zelda find Salem, who had been kidnapped by a little boy. Why did it take Coolio to solve the case? (laughs) I didn't have time to track down the episode. Um, I, I don't know that. what he contributed <laughs> to, the, to, to the search, the manhunt for, for Salem. And just last year in 2020, Coolio was the running mate for porno actress Sherry DeVille's Democratic presidential run. Hmm. So if Biden didn't pull through, 
It was Sherry DeVille and Coolio. (laughs) (laughs) So that's all I have for the songs. You've you've got one. I got one point. Yep. We have a bonus round. You can get... Usually in the bonus round I say you can double your points, but in this case you could get another point. I could get another point. If you can tell me which of the artists from tonight's quiz performed the theme song to the show Keenan and Kel... Did you ever watch that show? No. It was on Nickelodeon. It had Kenan Thompson and Kel. I don't know. Kel. I do, I do, I do. Ooh, Kel. I drink all the orange soda. Yeah. No. Did you see Good Burger? That sounds familiar. Was that like, that's the word puppets, right? No. No. Never mind. Don't know. Welcome to Good Burger. (laughs) Welcome to Good Burger. Can I take your order? That was a skit on Kenan and Kel. To be fair, I didn't have cable TV. Oh, it was a skit on all all that. that. Yeah. Didn't have cable TV for a hot, long time. So, okay. <laughs> so to be fair, okay. I didn't really see anything. True. Uh, no, I have no idea. <laughs> Do you want to take a guess? Would it be you Coolio? Got... It's Coolio! Educated guess. <laughs> you got an extra point, Karen Ann. Two out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Did you have me. fun? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would like to blame not my age, but my ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> so let's be real. It's mostly ignorance. <laughs> well, would you be interested in coming on again later? Yeah, sure. If you can buy more things I've never heard of. <laughs> oh, that would be hard. It's not that hard. <laughs> that was very easy to put together. <laughs> the one that you thought I would for sure know, I definitely had never heard. So, Yeah. I was like, Blonde Brothers? <laughs> what? I feel very good, too, because I definitely got out of a, telling a really embarrassing story. So, okay, continue. <laughs> well, uh, I guess we haven't really figured out how we end the show yet, but it, what have you been watching lately? Oh, I just watch, like, it's kind of dumb. I watch YouTubers play video games, so I watch a lot of the Game Grumps, and then I watch Markiplier play games. That's what I do in my free time. Do you have anything, like, specific that you enjoy watching that you want to tell other people who's about? Your, who's your favorite gamer, then? Yeah. Uh, probably, I like to watch, I don't know, Markiplier has, like, a bajillion million viewers already, so I like the Game Grumps a lot. I saw them live when they came to KC before COVID. I went to, they were at the Midland, thought it was really fun to go see. They played, like, Mario Party on stage, and they, like, were like, alright, half the audience is player three, half the audience is player four. They would call people up and, like, have you, like, play? It was really fun. I went alone. It was fun. Uh, I don't know. They play like a lot of just goofy games together, and that's what I've been watching. Is I watch people play video games while I sit in my bed and play video games. <laughs> <laughs> it's comforting, and that's Inception. what I like to do. So, <laughs> well, great. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for listening and playing along at home. Uh, if you like the podcast, subscribe and tell your friends. Uh, you can reach out to me at torturejams at gmail.com with your suggestions for songs that should be included in future torture jams or just songs that you like to play for your friends that you know that they don't want to hear. We'll be back every week for more of the worst, most obnoxious music trivia game show in the world. Bye, guys! <laughs> Goodbye.
As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain. But that's just perfect for an Amish like me. You know I shun fancy things like electricity. At 4.30 in the morning, I'm milking cows. Jebediah feeds the chickens and Jacob plows. Fool, and I've been milking and plowing so long that even Ezekiel thinks that my mind is gone. I'm a man of the land, I'm into discipline. Got a Bible in my hand and a beard on my chin. But if I finish all of my chores and you finish thine, then tonight we're gonna party like it's 1699. We've been spending most our lives I just smiled at him and I turned the other cheek I really don't care, in fact I wish him well Cause I'll be laughing my head off when he's burning in hell But I ain't never punched a tourist even if he deserved it An Amish with a toot, you know that's unheard of I never wear buttons but I got a cool hat And my homies agree I really look good in black Fool, if you come to visit you'll be bored to tears We haven't even paid the phone bill in 300 years But we ain't really quaint so please don't point and stare We're just technologically impaired There's no phone, no lights, no motor car Not a single luxury Like Robinson Crusoe It's as primitive as can be We've been spending most our lives Living in an Amish paradise We're just plain and simple guys Living in an Amish paradise There's no time for sin and vice Living in an Amish paradise We don't fight, we all play nice Living in an Amish paradise Hitching up the buggy, churning lots of butter Raise the barn on Monday, soon I'll raise another Think you're really righteous? Think you're pure in heart? Well, I know I'm a million times as humble as thou art. I'm the pious guy the little omelets wanna be like on my knees day and night, scoring points for the afterlife. So don't be vain and don't be whiny, or else, my brother, I might have to get medieval on your hiney. We've been spent.